This is Twig's SE Reflections podcast series. This is meant for SE practitioners and other therapeutic professionals exploring the somatic and psychobiological healing arts. You all know that you can subscribe and automatically download these episodes. Get on my website, liberationispossible.org backslash reflections. Find the subscribe link, technical details link, all those helpful things there will set you up so you can listen in your car, on a walk, have a client who's a little late to the office. You could be flailing your arms, yelling, yes, yes, that's so cool. Thanks for listening. Michelle asks if I'll review a little bit about how to get the just the right amount reflection in this kind of shaping idea where we're going to try to reflect a little cheer, everything that goes in the right direction, just the right amount, and how to, how to do that and get past the guard that some people seem to have that comes up, sometimes very abruptly, with and when some people get a message or get the sense that you're trying to help them feel better. Which is strange, I know, because of course we are and we do want to help people feel better. And one of the notions is that you would want to notice the things that are going better when you're having a hard time. But it's just it's just kind of one of the things. Some of us are like that. I want to make sure you know my pain. I want to make sure that you know I'm in pain. I want you to know that this is not easy. This is really important that you don't think that this is over all because for one second I'm feeling a little bit different or a little bit better. It's important for us to realize that a lot of clients have been suffering or have become, you know, identified with or their attention is focused around their distress. And if we're going to, you know, try to kind of point out the lighter side of life, you know, that, oh, these other things happen too. Oh, this is good too. Oh, this is, oh, look at how this is positive for you. We're going to have to think it through on what's going to be necessary in order to get past certain either, you know, like personality defense kind of stuff or just the base recognition that like, I don't want you to mistaken the idea that one little positive thing is sufficient to compensate for all of this discomfort that I feel. I think that if we look at how we could attend to that challenge in our language, we can find actually that it's it's sometimes surprisingly easy to help people who are naturally, mm, you know, kind of pushing away a positive reflection it might be easier than we think to help them to accept that. We just have to think about what it is that they're doing. I mean, at least the perspective that I just offered is one idea of what they're doing. Somebody else might have, you know, admittedly probably fancier explanations of what's going on. And if we adjust our language in such a way that we talk to this, it's surprisingly simple sometimes to help people say yes to your cheer. Let me lay it out in three different ways. This is uh, actually right out of my languaging workshop. I talk about this in in both knowing our lines and practicing our lines. So 
some of you will have heard me say these exact same things before. One is that there is this amount of reflection, the appropriate amount of reflection, that goes along with a passing something in the right direction. You know, something that's more blue, something that's more positive, something that's more efficacious, something that is just a little bit more like, like oh, wow, I would rather have more attention placed on that than all of this other, you know, not good stuff. So we want to we want to mark those out when they go by. Now some people have a a very wide range, much wider than others. They have a wide range for, you know, holding two things at the same time. So they could be in a lot of distress and a little positive thing could come past and you could name that positive thing. Oh, you got some more sleep last night. Mm, that's cool. I mean that that seems like a good thing. You could name it just just solidly. You could say, hey, you know, we're talking about all these sleep problems and last night you got some sleep and this person has enough range to hold contrary, you know, two different things at the same time that you can just name it and why not? You know, that's really associated. That's a positive thing. Other people, they have a similar kind of range that they can they can at least let go of some part of their, oh, you know, my main attention is on the problem. I don't get enough sleep. Some people, I guess I should have started out by saying, some people would just be aware from the beginning. They have a sleep issue, a little bit more sleep last night, is something in the right direction, and they give it their own cheer. And we're kind of moving into this area where we're trying to figure out how to give the cheer without getting the growl. If you then go down from, oh, an obvious open comment, you could see that there would be some people who, you know, their ability to hold their focus on the problem state and receive a reflection of the difference of that from that, the difference from that is smaller and you need to start adjusting how you're going to make the reflection. What are some of the levels inside of that? Well, you could make the reflection by asking a question and increasing your curiosity toward it. And then that helps them try to answer the question, therefore bringing their curiosity to it. You could say, oh, you, you got some more sleep. You got more sleep last night? You, you did. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, how, how much more? You could follow into that. Okay. Somebody else, they would, they would take that and they would say, yeah, but you don't get it. Like, I don't get more sleep normally. You would then say to yourself, well, rather than cause the growl to come up against my intervention and have this become a no, when my reflection, when I make my reflection to mention the positive step of getting more sleep, I might try to reduce the amount of attention that I bring to it. Still bringing it down, what's the next level? Rather than asking a question about it, I could just repeat it back in passing. Oh, you got more sleep. Huh. That's interesting. And then moving back into, so, okay, that was last night. And then what else, how else, what else back off into the rest of the conversation that's already happening? Just to highlight it in passing. A lot of people, as you get further down in that resiliency spectrum or more attached to the, I need to make sure that you understand my pain scenario or whatever other reasons there might be, you're, you could kind of even bring these back further, right? Like they, they mentioned more sleep. You could just, oh, hmm, more sleep. Even smaller, back on into the conversation. You could take it down to where you're not even reflecting the 
more sleep as a positive or negative state, just the fact of it. Oh, you got more sleep. Huh. Name it and then on. You could comment on the sleep, but ask something that is unexpected to the quality of this is a good thing or a bad thing. You could say, you got more sleep. Huh. Uh, was, was that unexpected? Is that unexpected? Or, or is that, was that expected by then? Right? So you could just kind of step aside the quality of good or bad. Now somewhere in here, it gets to the place where you can no longer name it. You can't call too much attention to it because there's the hint in your voice by coming close to this, the, the word more sleep, the words more sleep, that you're trying to say that things are better than they actually are. That could be a reaction that people are displaying when they've got that growl up to you. So you could break it down from words into sounds, sounds that simply try to provide some amount of reflection of positivity or curiosity, or if you have to be very neutral about it, just simply that that's where you make reflective sounds in this way. Hmm. Huh. Person says, oh, I got more sleep last night. You're like, hmm. Oh. Okay, so then, then what happened? It's At this level, it's the consistency of how and when you do this. If you do a vocal kind of reflection universally to everything that might be said. I didn't get sleep, I did get sleep, and they're all the same level of interest and vitality. It doesn't stand out as a, this is more interesting for us to pay attention to. If, as these little comments of something being slightly more interesting are passing by, if they get a sound or a quality of attention that is just slightly different and not so obtrusive or obvious that they cause that immediate, hey, you can't, you can't comment too closely on the positivity of my experience. The more often those happen, the more those go by, the more you'll get to lean on them. And, and the more that message that says this is a valid and valuable place for us to place our attention will grow. Consistency there is a key, at least in the sense of keeping the signal different, slightly different, just different enough between this is a place where we're not so interested in, and this is a place that we're more interested in. So that's an example list of a range of examples that we might use along the, the different kind of expressions of how much of this positive reflection can get through when things are going by in passing. There are times when we want to, we want to call direct attention to something. You, you got more sleep last night? I mean, that's amazing. And we, we just, you know, in our role... We, we have the right to direct people's attention. It's, our, it's kind of our job sometimes. So we might choose to, to really try to go into that. And if what we're finding is that when we try to make that positive reflection, this person is, yeah, you don't get it. Like, I don't usually sleep. Or you get that immediate, it wasn't that good. <laughs> then how we present our cheer really matters. One of the things I'm suggesting here is that certain, certain people, some people, have a certain ratio of how much positive reflection they can have in relationship to how much negative experience they perceive they're, underneath, they're in. If the balance of that is very much in the favor of the negative stuff, and you try and come in with the positive thing, you're almost assured to get this kind of affront, like you don't get it. 
So if you respect that part of what this person needs is the reflection that this heavy stuff exists in their life, this problem still exists, you can oftentimes say that first and then get a buy-in or a yes to the reflection of the thing that's going in the right direction. So what would that look like? You know, you could be like, well, you know, Twig, I'm, I know, I know that the sleep thing, it's like totally exhausting and you're, you're more than less like, wow, you're just having to deal with this all the time. And, and, and I know it's kind of causing all these troubles at work and everything. And, you know, I don't know. At the same time, as, as there's still plenty of things to work out with that, and I know the problem's not, like, gone in any way. I mean, not gone in any way. It could come back totally. I mean, really, I mean, it's not like it's gone in any way. And at the same time, did you, did you just say that you got a little bit more sleep last night? I mean, that's... And then you might choose how big you want to make the reflection. You know, that's huge. That's amazing. That's incredible. That's interesting. That's curious. That's something. That's not as bad. That's at least not the same thing as every night not sleeping. You know, I mean, I guess that could be almost considered kind of what we might think about when we're thinking about where it is that you're wanting to be able to go. It's like you're wanting to be able to go to where you're getting more sleep. And I know that the sleep issue is still like forefront. And at the same time, like, Last night you did get a little bit more sleep and that seems kind of interesting. There would be positive, more neutral or kind of adjacent, and then positive negative statements that could all be made to try to scale it to a place where the person would be able to say yes to it. The more important part here being that if you were to try to come in and just say the positive thing first without any reflection over on that, I know you're challenged kind of side of things, then certain people will just put up a block right away. The third thing I'll say here about finding appropriate scaled reflections on the things going in the right direction, there's a very funny thing. I don't know, I don't know why this is, because I, I used to do this. I could maybe do this tomorrow if I was in a certain, I don't know, certain kind of situation. But there's this thing people do, some of us do, where we, you know, suppose like there's a scale of zero to 10 and there's some kind of experience happening. It's it's like a pleasant four. And if the therapist sees this happening and the therapist tries to say, hey, look at that pleasant four, some people will, you know, they'll absorb, they'll be like, yeah, look at that pleasant four. It's really nice. Some people will be like, oh, thanks for noticing. I hadn't noticed that. Some other folks will be like, no, it's not. It's like a two. And, you know, that's funny. I don't know how you think about it. It's probably challenging sometimes. But, but it's also funny. It's like, wow, why do, why do some of us do that? I mean, why did I do that for so long? Like, people would try and point out something that I did well, and I would make it worse. They would try to point out something that I was accomplishing, that I had wanted to, and I hadn't done it soon enough. I was feeling better, and there were still all the things that I noticed that I wasn't feeling good about yet, and so I couldn't let it be that good. I don't know. It's, it's a funny thing. And I think funnier than the fact that people do it is that if you, as a practitioner or a therapist, think about your language before you present 
hey, you know, it looks like a, like a four right there. There's this funny thing that often gets past that guard that would negate it and make it a two. And here, here it is. First, let me say, obviously, you can't just come in and say like, oh, it looks like you're, like you're feeling like a 10 there when they're feeling like a four, you know, because you can't just come in and like make people feel better. You know, one thing that I, I have really learned both as a trauma survivor and a trauma therapist is that people who have been through the heavy, like you cannot just try to tell them that like they're going to feel better. You can't just make people feel better and it'll get you into a whole lot of trouble trying to just say, hey, you know, feel that 10. If it's really a four, you cannot make it a 10. You cannot ask them to make it a 10. It's got to be allowed to be a four. So you can't just make things better than they are when they're not. Second, within this category, you can't just come in and say, hey, that looks like a four. I'm going to name it a four. Yet there is this option where if you come in and you say, hey, you know, uh, that looks like a, that looks like a two. People who are experiencing a four will often claim it as, no, 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 feels like a four. If you tried to come in as a four and say, hey, it looks like a four for you there, they'd be like, no, no, it's a two. If you came in and you said, hey, it looks like you got a 10 there, they'd say, you're crazy. If you came come in and you say, hey, you know, uh, as, as we're sitting here and, um, and, I, and I notice like as we're talking, it's almost like your your body ends up kind of like sitting just a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit back in the chair. It's almost like um, it's almost like it was almost like your body wasn't quite as as like holding as much. No, no, man, I'm really relaxed. But if you tried to say, hey, it looks like you're really relaxing down into the chair there, you might very well get. No, I'm not. So it's just an interesting thing. If, if you look for a way to kind of undervalue it with certain, certain groups of people that we work with, they will often claim its true value if you present it in that way. If you were to try to name its true value more directly, you might get... And so there, Michelle, are at least three different kind of categories of how to try to find that more appropriate reflection or get that reflection of positivity getting past the guard different thoughts and ideas on how to go about that in passing trying to reflect at the level that it will get through being that you would rather have the freedom of behavior move through rather than react to your guard so if you see something moving through oh your conversation about got a little bit more sleep last night you'd rather have it be a conversation that doesn't have any extra reflection, but it actually says that, then you don't understand because you try to reflect it too strongly. So you're looking to do the least harm, but get the most kind of reflection across as you can. Secondly, if you're going to feed back, sometimes it's helpful to feed back the red before you feed back the blue. And if you're going to call attention and kind of try to name how something is, particularly how something has improved for many people, not everybody, and when it's not necessary, it's really not necessary. But for many people, it's helpful if you underscore it just enough that they can then claim it for themselves. Autonomy. It's a great thing. We want to respect it, and we want to learn how to dance with it. There's the close of this Twigs SE Reflections. This was a sponsored episode. Sponsored by Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Yes, Michelle... 
Michelle knew that she was going to ask me this same question in a consultation. Listening to this podcast, she said, hey, why don't I just ask Twig to answer these questions on the podcast and then he can share them with other people. And I was thinking when I got that sponsorship from her, I was like, oh my goodness. Oh, you saw it. That's exactly right. I'm often in my consultations kind of giving the same answers. I don't know if that's because I'm like a broken record or because that's what I have to say. Happy to share it here. Get up.